So you want to be able to talk with anyone in the world using English? The truth is, you can do so with very limited language. But if you actually want to be fluent in English, you've got a long road ahead. While English is such a common and relatively easy language to use, you'll eventually find yourself stuck at a crossroads. You'll have polite language ability under your belt. You'll be able to introduce yourself and have basic interactions with people you meet for the first time, but eventually, you'll want to be able to talk about something beyond personal details, interests, or hobbies. You'll want to have a conversation with substance. As an English learner, you might be able to do so at a younger age, if you're a student in an English-only environment. For instance, if you study at an international school. If your public school offers English enrichment classes or content-based classes like math or science taught in English, or if you can study abroad. If not, it may be your only exposure to English is media, books, TV, or the internet. On the other hand, even as a study abroad student, you might lack engaging speaking partners because local native English speakers never really open up to you. What then? Perhaps you try shadowing TV shows by echoing the speech of the characters aloud, or you pay for speaking practice with native speakers online. But maybe you still do not have the type of conversations you want to have with your teachers. We still need something to talk about. What do you want to be able to talk about in English? What are you going to say when you finally meet the person you've been looking for to open up to you? And have the conversation you've dreamed of having. In order to have the conversations we dream of, we need something to talk about. Self-study should focus on extensive listening and extensive reading habits because they are the skills that are expected of students at the university level, and because extensive reading and ex extensive listening are the activities that will get you ready to have something to say. Movies and TV don't actually have enough dialogue to learn from effectively. Lectures like TED Talks, on the other hand, do. Books on topics you enjoy will provide some substantive practice as well. And if you're prepared to take a proficiency test like IELTS or TOEFL, extensive listening and reading practice should still be the majority of your English language study. If you're ready to explore sebanswers.com and the resources herein, please click around the website and leave comments on the topics you've enjoyed. If you need help finding your way, please email me at seb at sebanswers.com or send me a message on Facebook, facebook.me/sebanswers. SebAnswers.com features videos, essays, and audio recordings which provide original model answers to examples of IELTS speaking and writing. I have original model essays for the GRE Analytical Writing Assessment and original model answers for TOEFL speaking and writing as well. I began the audio recordings as an exercise with a friend who was trying to get as close to band 9 on IELTS as possible. 
I had known him as my teaching assistant, and he had previously scored band 7.5 on the official test. He asked me about idioms because he found it difficult to incorporate them into his responses on the speaking exam. However, I explained that idioms include many common collocations that native speakers use naturally in random contexts that, if learned verbatim, become very hard to replicate in spontaneous speech. Years later, my friend had finished his master's degree in teaching in New Zealand, but in his new preparation to retest for IELTS, he wanted to do the following exercise, exercises, which I'm sharing on this blog and in my podcast, Fluency at Your Fingertips. We went through the questions in turn, each giving our answers. I gave him my feedback on his responses and my audio recordings of my own sample answers. If you've been studying for IELTS for a long time, then you already know that Part 3 is where it's your time to shine. In Parts 1 and 2, it's possible to demonstrate you deserve Band 6 because the questions deal only with personal information. However, as Part 3 is about society in general, a broader lexical range is required, and thus scoring above Band 6 requires good answers to Part 3 questions. These Part 3 questions are similar to the TOEFL Independent Speaking Question number 1. The difference, of course, is that on TOEFL, test takers have only one opportunity to give a complete response in 45 seconds. This requires strict adherence to the time limit. High-scoring responses maximize the time limit to demonstrate all of the same aspects that are evaluated on the IELTS speaking test. Model answers to IELTS speaking test questions are grouped by exam theme. I have omitted any responses to Part 1, but I have included Part 2 speeches because the Part 3 questions follow the topic introduced in Part 2, whereas the examiner follows the script of Part 1 to the letter. Part 3 allows for spontaneous questioning. For the other productive skill, writing, I have instructional videos and model answers to Task 2, the expository essay. I hope you'll enjoy listening to and learning from the language that I have incorporated in my answers. The receptive skills of reading and listening are easy to train independently, and the time spent reading and listening will contribute significantly to your writing and speaking. When you go about your study with the audio recordings, I suggest you do the same as I have. Audio record yourself and listen back to your answer. Remember that you should be aiming for spontaneity. So don't script your speaking. Just record your speaking and observe your progress. When you listen back, take note of your speed, word choice, tense, and overall fluency and pronunciation. With time, you'll see improvement.